You don't need to waste time on creating multiple folders for your apps now that you've got an app library. It automatically categorizes all the apps you use. The recently added category will contain those apps you've recently downloaded. Plus, it's going to display recently launched app clips. Jiggle mode has changed too. To launch it on iOS 14, you gotta press your finger against the empty field. And voila! All the app icons are jiggling. In this mode, you can delete an app or move it into the library by just clicking the minus button. To exit the jiggle mode, tap your finger against the empty space or click done in the upper right corner. This mode can also help you hide the pages you don't really use. Go to the jiggle mode. Press the bar with dots, one dot equals one page, and you'll see the screen with all the pages displayed separately. Remove the ticks from the pages you want to hide. Hit done, and there you go. To get any of those pages back, hit the bar again and put the tick to whatever page you need. Now you can set the default app for your browser or mail. Go to settings and scroll down until you see the app you want to be your default internet or mail app. When you tap the settings, you'll see the default browser app section. Tap it and choose the one you want from the list. iOS 14 has one more cool feature that lets you hide your recently deleted photos folder. Go to settings and choose the photos section. Scroll down until you see the hidden app. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Album section. If you activate the hidden album button, anyone with access to your phone will be able to see them. A fun yet super important new feature is hand washing. If you have an Apple Watch, it'll detect you washing your hands and make sure you do that for at least 20 seconds. You can also get hand washing reminders. It'll send you a notification if you don't wash your hands within a few minutes of returning home. iMessages got updated too. Now you can pin up to nine message threads to keep the most frequently used contacts at the top of the list all the time. You can also mention people in conversations to direct a message to some particular member in the group. You can also filter unknown senders. Notify me section in the messages allows you to get notifications in messages whenever you're mentioned, even if you muted the conversation. It's great if most of your chats are muted. You won't miss important messages but you won't have to filter through tons of stuff you don't need. As for some other new features in iMessages, Memojis changed as well. 11 new hairstyles and 19 new headwear styles were added to customize your Memoji. You can send hugs and blush with new stickers. Aww. Oops, bad news for interpreters and translators. Conversation mode can split the screen into two parts, detecting the language that's being spoken on one side of the screen and translating it on the other side. Eleven languages are supported in total. And yeah, it works perfectly offline, so your conversations are sure to stay completely private. Some updates were made for the weather app too. Now we've got a minute-by-minute -minute forecast about how intense the rain or snow will be over the coming hour in the US. Also, in the US, Europe, Japan, Canada, and Australia, 
there will be display alerts for all the severe weather conditions, such as tornadoes, storms, and floods. The video quality for FaceTime calls improved, and now it's up to 1080p resolution. Sorry, only for iPhone 10 or newer. The best feature is eye contact. Now the phone adjusts the video to the position of your eyes to make video calls even more natural, especially when you're looking at the screen and not at the camera. In iOS 14, you can assign reminders to the people you share various lists with. Another feature for reminders is Smart Suggestion. It lets you add dates, times, and places with a single tap. Apple Cache has a family mode now, so you can add up to five family members under 18. Whenever you want to share some money with some of your relatives, you can do that through messages. You'll also get all the purchase and person-to-person -person payment notifications. A lot has been done to the camera. You'll probably never notice it, but now it takes even less time to take a shot thanks to the improved shot-to-shot -shot performance. Night mode is updated too to enhance the night photos experience. Another cool feature for selfies, the front camera is now mirrored, so any selfie of yours will match the shot the front camera can make. All the iPhones have an inbuilt QR reader, no matter if it's a good old retro iPhone 5 or a brand new iPhone 12. The improved QR reader for iOS 14 can scan almost any code, even if it's tiny or wrapped around some object. As for music, you can discover your favorite tracks, and autoplay mode's gonna look for some similar songs you might like. There are also a bunch of new filters to search through your library faster than ever. Spatial audio is basically the 3D sound that gives you a really immersive experience. To enable this feature, go to the Bluetooth section, tap the I next to your AirPods, yeah, it works only together with them, and hit the spatial audio button. Also, check the accessibility section, you need to hit the follow iPhone button to make sure it all works. Now, one reason why your 1% battery might last a long time is that your phone's playing it safe. It has 1% battery left for you to use Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, stream a movie, all while downloading a system update. But if you're just scrolling your feed, 1%'s going to last a while. There's also a bit of psychology in it. When you see that your phone's about to turn off, it kind of encourages you to plug it in ASAP. By the way, modern batteries can't be fully charged or fully drained. If you live somewhere cold and your iPhone keeps turning off whenever it's below zero outside, go to Settings, Battery, and check the battery health. If it's less than 85%, you might want to think about changing the battery. Otherwise, it'll turn off every time you leave the house. Ouch. Even if you just upgraded your old phone to a brand new one, don't forget to charge your old buddy regularly. Lack of charge may impact battery life. As long as you want to keep your old phone just in case, make sure you charge it at least a few times a year. Same goes for old game consoles and laptops. Embrace the dark mode if you want your phone to keep its charge as long as possible. The brighter your background is, the more energy it eats up. If you have dark mode installed, it'll use less power. If your laptop is a Mac and it has a backlit keyboard, change your settings to save some battery. Whenever you're not using your keyboard, the backlight should power off. Go to Keyboard Settings and choose how long you want the keyboard to stay on for. I have mine on for 5 seconds. To boost your Android, just turn off your data when you don't need it. If you disable the always-on mobile data, you'll have a longer battery cycle. 
Other things you can do are reduce brightness, opt for wired headphones instead of Bluetooth ones, and switch to airplane mode when you don't need active data. The last 20% of a battery takes longer to charge than the rest. That's because lithium-ion batteries are kind of complex. When the battery's low, the charger supplies a fixed current. It's all kind of complicated, but just keep it in mind. Your smartphone has a protection circuit in it to save its battery. When it shuts down and says you have 0% battery, there's actually a tiny bit of juice left in there. But your device is designed not to use it. If a modern battery somehow magically got to actual zero, you wouldn't be able to charge it again, and you'd have to get yourself a new phone. Now, don't drain the thing down to zero, then recharge it back to 100. Specialists say that the best range is between 20 to 90% if you want your battery to last longer. If you let the battery go down to zero all the time and then juice it back up, you can damage the inside materials and it can even cause battery corrosion. Now, it's not true that all chargers are created equal. The best thing you can do for your phone is to use its original charger. Yeah, some generic ABLE cable or adapter may look just as good as the original one, but why risk it? It might actually be a good charger, but it may be the wrong voltage. You don't know which country it came from. (laughs) Different voltages can potentially damage your gadget. Plus, generic chargers usually don't include any mechanism to protect your phone from energy surges. If the phone just won't charge, here's a few reasons why. A faulty cable, low current power source, or even a broken USB port. The most common problem is a damaged cable. Those things have to endure a lot. We constantly wrap them, fold them, twist them, drag them. I feel kind of bad now. Try a few different cables to see if that was the problem. If the cable just won't work, try cleaning the cable jack. Sometimes some random lint is hiding out in there, blocking the charge from going through. You can usually just blow on it. That won't work if the jack's rusty, though. Speaking of phone charging, it's also important to learn how to do it right. If you don't lock your phone when you're not using it, it may eat up too much of your battery. Phones usually have a default screen lock set for about 2 minutes, and that can eat into your battery life. Another tip is to avoid using mobile data, especially if the connection is poor. Your gadget's going to waste its charge just trying to find a connection. Temperature's important too. Don't expose your phone to direct sunlight. Overheating can drain your battery. Now, if there's no obvious reason why your phone's losing its charge so fast, you should probably pay attention to your cybersecurity settings. It could be a sign that someone's spying on you through an app or something else you downloaded. If your phone drains from about 15% to only 1% fast, it signals you that the battery is a bit old or even damaged. Sometimes there might be 20% left, but the phone turns off all of a sudden in the middle of an important phone call. All these things show that the battery's not all right, and you might want to change it. If your phone keeps 1% for a long time, it finds that the battery has more capacity left than it estimated. By the way, no modern battery can be fully charged or drained. You can quickly improve battery life. First, you can limit your widget usage. Try not to add too many widgets and limit the use of those that require a lot of data to keep the info up to date. By the way, if there's no explanation why your phone gets drained that fast, think about cybersecurity. It can probably be evidence of somebody following you and your data. How do I know all this stuff? I'm a phony. Kind of like a foodie, but about phones. Hey, stop laughing. 
Your phone can get hot for many reasons, including overuse, apps running in the background, malfunctioning software, malware, or if it's been exposed to too much heat or sun. Sometimes this warmth is okay, but it could be because of serious problems if your phone is regularly overheating. If your phone drains to zero every time you leave your house in winter, you need to check the battery health in the settings. Phone batteries, like any rechargeable battery, have special components that get less effective as they age. If the battery health is less than 85%, you might consider changing the battery. Otherwise, your gadget will drain every time it's cold outside. Now, don't forget to charge your old phone sometimes after getting a brand new one if you want to keep the old buddy just in case. Lack of charge may impact battery life. The same goes for game consoles, laptops, tablets, and any other gadget you charge. If you charge your phone and use it simultaneously, you can confuse the battery a little bit. Like this, the phone's going to get a bit of charge, then the app or whatever you do will devour that energy, and the charger will top the battery up again. These short cycles tire the battery and shorten the lifespan. You can also optimize your battery by closing all those apps you open once in a while and forget to close. Some apps are especially hungry for your phone longevity. Most of them are what we'll call famous social media. Still, it works perfectly with Androids only. If you have an iPhone, it makes no difference how many apps are running in the background unless these are social media apps. Battery pigs, I say. Also, no app can help you make your battery drain slower, so those that check storage usage and help clean the phone memory never come in handy. Now, you can do all the things I just mentioned yourself. iPhone users know their phones run out of memory fast, and even if you delete some files, it doesn't help. Go to Settings, iPhone Storage, and make sure that recently deleted photos are actually deleted. If not, delete them in the storage sections. Note that your messages can contain heavy files, so you can restrict how long the message can be stored if you have an iPhone. In the message history, tap the Keep Messages button. It's forever by default, but you can keep them for one year or even only 30 days. Don't forget to refresh your phone's operative memory to make it work better and faster. For iPhones, go to Setting, General, Accessibility, Assistive Touch, and turn it on. Press plus, then minus, and then the power button. You'll see the power off bar. Press the assistive touch and hold the home button. Voila! If you see the enter pass notification after you did it, it means you did it all right. It's much easier with Androids, though, since some of them have the clear memory button in the RAM section. It would be best if you didn't charge your phone in a car. Cars usually have less electricity than any phone needs to get a full charge. If you use a low-power USB port, your gadget starts swallowing up power at a much faster rate than the port can handle. It can even damage your charger. In the end, your phone will get barely any charge at all. If you're noticing that your computer is getting slower as time goes by, try checking its temporary cache. On a Mac, you can do it by pressing Command plus Shift plus G on the home screen. This will open a command window that will offer you to go to a specific folder of your choice. From there, type in exactly this, tilde forward slash library forward slash caches. The tilde symbol stands for the home folder, just so you know. The window that opens will show you a lot of files and folders that were created by various apps in the past. Check the size of the folder that contains them. If it's less than one gigabyte, you can safely leave it be. It doesn't do any harm. But 
If it's 3 gigabytes or bigger, feel free to delete all the files there, or at least those that take up too much space. Files in the cache folder are basically useless as they only make some processes in specific apps run a bit faster. You don't need most of them, so safely remove them from your Mac. You'll notice your computer running faster altogether from now on. On a Windows PC, press Win plus S to open the search bar, and then type percentage temp percentage in it. You'll see the temp folder where all the temporary app files will be contained. Again, check the size, and if it's too large, just clean it up. Another reason for your computer to take way too long to get going is that you might have too many programs running at startup. For Windows users, click Control plus Shift plus Escape to open the Task Manager. Then, go to the Startup tab and choose which programs you want to launch with your system. For Mac OS, go to System Preferences, click on Users and Groups, and select your user. After that, click on the Login Items tab. You can remove or hide startup applications from here. But before you start turning off all your startup programs, make sure you do your research first, because some processes might be needed by third-party programs you have installed. A useful key combination if the dock on your MacBook annoys you, press Command plus Option plus D, and the dock panel will disappear. Click again, and the panel will reappear. A quick and easy way to draw the Apple logo in any text editor. Press the Option plus Shift plus K keys, and the company icon will appear. It only works on an English keyboard layout. On Windows and Mac OS, you may turn on the typing dictation function. On Mac, System Preferences, Keyboard, and Dictation. On Windows, Dictation is installed using Ease of Access, then Speech. Then press Win plus H whenever you want to dictate text. The program you're working in just froze, and it's not responding to anything. You're clicking, crying, cursing, nada. There are a few ways to fix this problem. One of them is to use Control plus Shift plus Escape. This will bring up the Task Manager window. Now you can select the program, causing all that fuss, and press End Task. If you're on a Mac, then try Command plus Alt plus Escape. Open one app that you need for your work and press the Windows key plus left arrow. Then open another app and click the Windows key plus right arrow. Now, two windows are sharing your screen. Checking facts in your academic work while looking directly at your sources? No problem. Photoshopping while watching Brightside videos? Easy peasy. The Windows key combined with the plus or minus key will open the Magnifier app, which allows you to zoom in and out wherever you point your cursor. The same goes for Mac OS, but you need to use the combination of Alt, Command, and Plus to zoom. Set up Bluetooth, connect with devices in your network, use your PC as a Wi-Fi hotspot, turn notifications on and off. Those and many other functions in newer versions of Windows are available in one place called Action Center. To open it, simultaneously press the Windows key plus A. For Mac users, your Notification Center is always a click away in the top right-hand corner. 
If you're proofreading a long text, it can take quite a bit of time because your backspace deletes letters but not whole words. Well, there's a way to delete a text word by word. Just press Ctrl and Backspace if you're on Windows. As for Mac OS, it'll be Command plus Backspace. If you're desperate to find some information online, but you don't want open separate tabs for each keyword, then just type both of them in with OR written between them. For example, type Dictionary or Translate into Google Search. Just make sure to put OR in all caps. If you're super busy looking for some information online, and then you accidentally close one of those really important tabs, pressing Ctrl plus Shift plus T will save you. If you're on a Mac, then the shortcut is Command plus Shift plus T. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.